I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Take a page out of other business leaders' playbooks and get candid advice from Chris Ronzio. People, processes, productivity, and how to organize your life around it all. How not to go out of business. It's what all business owners want to avoid. And while going out of business is probably the biggest fear for most owners, it's a stark reality for many. In fact, nearly half of all SMBs fail within their first five years. This four-part series aimed to tackle on this question with guests Melanie Travis, the CEO of Andy Swimwear, Jesse Horowitz, co-founder and co-CEO of Hubble, Anthony Sverskis, the CEO of Tribe. This audio is from Trainual's Playbook 2020 event. So we've got three amazing founders and CEOs joining us, and we're going to talk about things like how to boost your bottom line, how to stay agile in the market, and how to land funding if that's something that you're interested in. So let me introduce you to these three. First up, we've got Jesse Horowitz, the co-founder and co-CEO of Hubble. What's up, Jesse? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good to see you. I got to ask you about a co-CEO. How is that working? It's been good. Um, we have not made it to five years yet. We just hit fourth anniversary since launch last week. Um, right. So we'll see. Um, but, yes. oh, but 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 it's it, it's been good. Ben and I were friends before this, and you know we've enjoyed working together. And hopefully, your friends uh, uh, still and friends after this. That's what it's all about. All right. Next, we got Melanie Travis, CEO of Andy Swim. Melanie, our director of marketing has get, been getting retargeted like crazy for uh, for your swimwear. So thank you so much. <laughs> good. That's a good sign. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. And last but not least, Anthony's first kiss, CEO of influencer marketing platform Tribe. What's up, Anthony? Hey, Chris, and uh, perfect pronunciation of the surname as well. Thank you. <laughs> Whew, I'm glad I practiced. All right. <laughs> So we did our best to pull together uh, custom questions for you guys, but if any of you have anything to add, just jump in. This uh, this will be pretty casual. So first, I'd love if you could each give us like a one minute high level intro to just what the business is, how many years you've been around, maybe how many employees you have, and just like what you do in the world. So why don't we start with you, Jesse? Sure. So we've been around four years. Um, we sell contact lenses on subscription, both our own brand and other brands. Um, we have 20 something employees today. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very simple business. We sell contact lenses on subscription. That's our thing. Awesome. How about you, Melanie? Um, so I'm the founder and CEO of Andy Swim. We're a global e-commerce swimwear brand for women. Uh, we've been around for about three and a half years. Um, and I have 18 employees, um, which is probably shocking to Jesse uh, if you count the head by, you know, sale. Awesome. And Anthony? Yeah, so I'm the CEO of Tribe. We're a, a platform that connects brands with content creators to produce branded content that, that lives on e-commerce, lives in digital ads, lives on social media. Uh, we've uh, been around for about five years, founded in Australia, uh, where I'm from, but now in the UK and, and Australia, we've got about 55 people 
uh, around the world. Um, very, very pleased to have made it to the five-year mark, uh, given we're now in the top 50 percentile. <laughs> Amazing. All right, so this session is going to be all about not going out of business. I'm sure you can all relate to this in some way, but every year we have to deal with competition and consumer taste changing. This year we had to deal with something completely different and unexpected with the pandemic. So for all of you, I'm curious, how real was the fear of shrinking or going out of business or just how is that materialized this year? I'll start because I have very acute and painful memories of March. Um, so, so March, we, you know, we've been doing really well, great growth story. We're only three and a half years old, but just tremendous year over year growth. And this felt like it was going to be our year when the, you know, 2019 turned to 2020, I was so excited to really blow things out of the water. Three months later, uh, I was on the couch curled into a tiny ball thinking that was the end of my swimwear business. Um, as I knew it, that was like March 15 or March 8. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember when the world like officially fell apart, but it was, you know, uh, pretty much to the day, March 17th. Thank you for the person in the comments. Um, so that was a pretty bad day. My birthday was March 23rd. I spent it in dire straits um, and, and just thought that would kind of be the end. But, but actually, as I think we all know, the story goes for e-commerce businesses um, turned out to be not only our best year ever, but we were more profitable and grew faster and stronger and uh, things really turned around quite quickly for us um, as sort of consumer confidence came back and and things started turning around. So, so um, yeah, I think uh, I, I definitely thought this was going to be the year um, that we did go out of business. And as it turns out, we're stronger and better than ever. That's great to hear. How about you, Anthony? Sort of similar first few weeks for us, um, not quite in the fetal position, but really sort of considering what was going to happen across the world in, in marketing and marketing budgets. Um, we sort of really saw two or three weeks of depressed revenue and our platform is fully flexible. So users can sort of really just stop on, on, um, on a moment's notice. And that impacted us pretty considerably. But what we also then saw was... Uh, all attention shifted to, to digital and, and, and online. And that's uh, the flexibility of our platform really catered to that. So revenues came back fairly quickly after that. But, you know, where I sort of see businesses and industries through this year is you have those that have huge tailwinds like e-commerce, those that have huge headwinds like tourism and hospitality. And then there's this spectrum in between. And, and um, I, I think we exist in the spectrum in between. We've, we've done really well with our results. We've managed to grow uh, certain parts of the business that others haven't haven't been so successful, but um, we're certainly on the right side of that spectrum in between. And and the themes of the next few years as digital becomes more prevalent right. um, works in our favour. And and thankfully, the the board and investors uh, also believe in that too. That's great, Jesse. I guess people didn't decide they they didn't want to see clearly anymore in the uh, in, yeah. In the I mean. On the one, like, I don't know, I'm always surprised we're still in business. Um, we didn't have any, like, near-death, um, you know, COVID experiences, but, um, I, I, it's, uh, you know, you're performing. And so, like, you live and die by your numbers every day. Um, and, you know, half the time they're above expectations and half the time you're, they're below expectations because you just reset expectations when they're above. Um, and, um, and so, like, I don't know, it usually feels, like, pretty bad. So I'm curious, Jesse and Andy, are you seeing any trends in the direct-to-consumer market? 
Like, is, is, has anything changed unexpectedly this year? Jesse, you want to take that first? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, you know, you, you guys were saying, like, March was all about, like, low CPMs, and then, like, all of a sudden, everybody's spending tons of money. For us, like, fall's been fine, but, like, much, but, like, meaningfully softer. Um, it's, like, you know, and we don't know, like, how much of that, how much of that's that there wasn't a second stimulus bill, how much of that is, like, election spending, which I'm, like, generally pretty skeptical of, but could believe maybe in the, like, um, believe in the week up to the election, you know, how much of it is sort of the front loaded, um, black Friday stuff. Um, but you know, but definitely like, like June, July, May, April, May, June, July, August, were just like, I mean, April, May, June, July, were like super fun. It's like kind of fine now. I guess just echoing that. I mean, from a, I guess from a different standpoint, from like a personal standpoint, I'm, I'm quite a shopper, um, particularly of D2C brands. And I think the anxieties of the year and of basically everything that happens, it gives me the shoppies, frankly. And I think I'm not alone in that. And so um, I know I wake up in the morning, I doomsday scroll Instagram. And the next thing I know, I have a cashmere sweater arriving a few days later. And I think that that's something that's happening you know, across the landscape and, and, and Andy is for sure benefiting from, from people having the shoppies right now. If shoppies is a trend, I'll take it. I think, uh, I think Amazon's confused on the days I don't purchase something. Like, yeah, exactly. What's wrong with him? What's, where is he? Uh, yeah. Anthony, I'm curious as, you know, an influencer marketing company, how, how has, has advertising changed from last year to this year? Is there, is, is it, is it different at all? Yeah, look, fundamentally, more is moving to digital. Um, that's where the attention is. But it's not actually just about attention. What I think we're finding with marketers is they're just becoming more agile. And, and I think D2C marketers have always been agile, but but your more traditional marketers are realizing they can't buy media three months in advance. They can't create content because the world is changing every week. And, and uh you know, one of the great examples we had was uh, Guinness, which is a which is a great beer out of the uh, Ireland. You know, as soon as lockdowns occurred, all their content was unusable because they couldn't show people drinking Guinness in bars because it wasn't happening. And so they turned to us to say, "Hey, we need your network to produce content about people drinking Guinness at home." And that was super relevant and contextual for the next six weeks in the UK during lockdowns. Of course, then lockdowns end, and it starts to become about, "Hey, we want to show people drinking." in groups of no more than three, because that was a regulation now, but in an outdoor setting. And so that ability to be to be agile is super critical for, for digital marketing in general. Um, but then you add in the fact that no one really knows what's going to occur in the next three months. So people don't want to make long-term plans and they want to remain in the moment as long as they can, I guess, utilize the, the tools available them, to them to, to be able to do that. Yeah, I remember in March or April starting to see influencer type people posting videos from, you know, in their kitchen or in their in, on a Zoom call. And it was so relatable as a consumer that you're just like, oh, they get it. Mm, exactly. And, and, you know, through this whole period, I think there was just a lot of honesty and authenticity to what everyone was experiencing at the same time. And, um, you know, creators in our network were really happy to talk about the products they were using at home or the DTC brands that they couldn't live without through this experience. So it, it actually um, drove the industry and drove, I guess, more authentic and more um, uh, raw marketing rather than being polished or being too constructed as right. to what a, a creative agency thinks um, people consume the, 
Right. More authenticity, which is, I, I, I think, better in the long run anyway. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review or share it with anyone in your network that you think could use this information. If you wanna connect with me personally, please text me 480-531-8411 or connect with me anywhere on social at Chris Ronzio. Or you can connect with Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. See you next time.